which I'm looking through your um, through your deck that you shared. It, did they forget to name a Christmas movie Christmas? Did the did the producers of that company forget to name it? Welcome to another holiday edition of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Becky, we're pumping specials this week because because we're nominated for a Signal Award and we're just going to keep the content going. But also, I have my holiday suit on and we have some incredible guests with us because this is a holiday-themed episode. And... One of the experts on the holidays in our family, person who watches the most of the Christmas movies that I know of, is my wife, Allie. Allie, welcome to the show. Already, people, already everyone has bought in to this episode because you were here. Returning after your... It, it gives us credibility. Yeah. This is really credibility. niche. This is what I bring to the table. And so I'm, I'm honored to be able to uh, wow you all with my completely superfluous knowledge of this of this niche film genre. Yeah. And, you know, and Allie, like, Allie did South by Southwest and now Christmas movies. I have range. Tracks. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so our guests, which we'll bring on in a moment, are Matt and Kiwi Callahan. They are the creators of the most incredible game. It is Bad Christmas Movie Bingo. It's available in 50 retail stores. People should get it for the holidays. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, clearly we're all Jews here and there's a lot of watching this house. You definitely celebrate movies even if you don't celebrate Christmas. So that's what it's really about. That's the, that is the, that is the tagline of this episode, Becky. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Before we, we bring Matt and Kiwi up, I, I just want to tell like a brief story because we'll tell it again, to be honest, because it was just too amazing that Lily's coming to visit. Lily's en route while we're recording this episode. And one of Lily's favorite activities is to send all of her mail that she can't <laughs> get in Spain to my house. Last year, I think she split it between our two houses. She's not holding back this year. So much mail that that mail must be falling off trucks in Arlington, Virginia. Because at 11 o'clock last night, and we do have the ring. If you would like to know Shai's home address, just troll the highways around Arlington, Virginia, (laughs) looking for my sister's discarded packages. There are so many Amazon packages that Lily has sent that they literally fell off the truck and landed in Arlington Boulevard, Highway 50. This is a highway, okay? And at... 11 something last night we get a knock on the door we turn on the ring uh camera from bed because we're like almost asleep and there's like a fully armed person with guns <laughs> and padding and padding a holster yeah not, i thought a militia was coming for us like oh we heard you like amazon packages shy and that will get you <laughs> and it was just a really nice officer who had gotten a call that some amazon packages had fallen on the highway and they were lilies. And I hope it was worth that. it. Lily, I hope it was worth it. Whatever oh, you ordered. 
so the holidays are coming early here and, and wait, now, sorry. Yeah. I've reflected though on this moment when the doorbell rang, I said, I can't go down there. There's a man down there with a gun. Shy, you go into the door. I realize now that we said, go get this. And then you had the the smarts to be like, we can talk to him through the ring. Allie, this is what we're waiting for. The elaborate security systems of <laughs> our house came in. I was like Kevin McAllister. You one were. of the parts of Christmas yesterday. You were. It was like he stopped at the little micro, the micro machines that you put outside the doorway, and he couldn't get past them. He couldn't get past. He was foiled by all your shenanigans. He wanted to, so clearly he didn't choose that. Okay, so we we we've we've talked about how the the prep for the holidays is going with us. Uh, We are now going to bring in two experts. We are bringing in Matt and Kiwi Callahan, the inventors of bad Christmas movie bingo, a game that has taken the gaming world by storm. It's been at Christmas conventions, Christmas markets, over 50 retailers in the United States. They're selling so many that I'm not sure. Do you have any left even? Is it worth us even talking about the game? I appreciate you asking. Yes, we do have, we do have some left. Yes. Okay. All right. That's, that is the, the most important starting point of all of this um so go to badchristmasmoviebingo.com right badchristmasmoviebingo.com and there are imitators out there i want everybody to know there are some cheeseball imitators there are some amazon imitators don't don't buy don't buy any of those (laughs) don't buy a single one of those go go and get the correct go and get the correct one um so this is a special video episode of friday night movie we don't always do a video episode but we're doing a video episode because you're you're handsome people and also we can do things like put the the website you're actual actual video creators by trade so i think it's hilarious that i'm doing all these these tricks um so matt and kiwi you yourselves are like a christmas movie story yourselves so just introduce us to to both of you well I'm Matt. This is Kiwi. We are a married couple. We have been together for 22 years. We are actual high school sweethearts living in New York um, as marketing professionals and video professionals. And as a drunken lark one night, we had turned on uh, a Hallmark Christmas movie, had never seen one. And then we watched another one. And then we drank some more wine. And then we thought to ourselves, wow, these are the same movie over and over again with slightly different actors and plot points. We should make a bingo game out of it. Wouldn't that be funny if we made a bingo game out of it just for our own silly purposes? And then uh, here we are. We turned it into a real thing. Bad Christmas movie bingo, like you said, is in 50 retailers. We sell it online. We sell it on Etsy. We sell it on 1-800-Flowers. It is... Uh, a bona fide hit, if we do say so ourselves, and we are so happy to be here. I'm going to stop talking. Go for it. <laughs> so, here, so here's the game, everyone. For those watching at home, you can you see the game. This is, by the way, and I have my copy right here. It's very, very classy. This is this is some serious. I don't even know. It, it's not corrugated. It's like very serious, fancy cardboard. There's a like a little velvet bag in there for the pens. 
we did want it to be a real thing you know we, yeah. we, we grew up playing board games and we were like we wanted to have that feel right yeah. we wanted to have that feel of a family tradition that you can revisit every year you pull it out of the the coffee table or you pull it off the bookshelf or wherever it is and it's this wonderful thing that hopefully brings a lot of people a lot of joy and laughter yeah yeah oh sorry sorry kiwi go ahead no, I was going to say the other aspect that we really went back and forth on was whether or not for it to be reusable or not. Because um, we got a lot of advice at the beginning from people who were like, yeah, but if you make it disposable, they have to keep buying it over and over. And we were like, yeah, but... These are reusable, environmentally friendly. And well, I don't know about ish, that. Ish. It is plastic. It's environmentally <laughs> as they can be. Becky, you lived in Berkeley. Does this count? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. If it's not made of flax... Or hemp. I don't <laughs> think it counts. Is it beeswax? It is, is it beeswax based? It could be wax based. Okay. <laughs> wax we're, based. we're working on the compostable aspect. Yes, compostable of it. Sure. would be great. Stay tuned. Definitely in the roadmap. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, so you made the game, and this is this now. I have to admit, I am a Grinch about Christmas. I am the worst around Christmas to be around. One of the worst. I root for Scrooge like some of the time in the movies. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. So not the part where he's mean to people. No, just sure. But the part where he just wants to be left alone and he wants people to pay their yeah. rent. I can relate. Yeah. 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 Don't yeah. Stop singing out strong that. get off my lawn vibes around yeah. Christmas time. Yeah, that's mm. all the security. That's Shy's that's Shy's vibe all the time. Yeah. That's so why I have Shy's all the dream cameras. home has like a moat and a fortress wall. Yeah. And so, sure. so but this is like an incredible incentive for me to watch when Allie watches with our kids because i'm gonna have so much fun picking out things for example if i may read for a moment woman with great career is sad on the inside <laughs> every movie <laughs> every time that is the key square that kickstarted the entire the, the entire thing because no matter what movie you're watching on any channel it always starts with a career woman in the city and she's got a high-powered job. She either is a marketer or an interior designer. And she's, she's sad inside. And it's because she doesn't have a man. That's And she that's often it. has a business a business item to do that has to be wrapped up immediately before the end of the calendar year sure. in, in yeah. a way that makes absolutely zero sense no, for anyone no. who has a real. Well, I, I feel like we're forgetting about all of the bakers and pie well, makers and small shop owners. So right yeah. here on there <laughs> is flirty baking. That's one of the <laughs> other Tringo things. He's another key square, a lot of flour just being, Tossed back and forth. Oh, you stop. We're not making cookies. We're flirting. Who is cleaning up that mess? This is, Flour is, this is the question I want to such a pain to clean up. I mean, you basically have to vacuum it. I don't know. This it's one of my everywhere. And God forbid if it gets a little wet, like you're screwing no, up. It's, it's paste. It's, it's paste. And it's you're paste. not getting rid of it. And you're not going to throw it down the drain. And then, yeah. I don't know. It's a whole thing. Candace Cameron Bure is not cleaning that up. No. <laughs> Among the many things she's not, she's not tolerating. Small business, <laughs> small business in trouble. Yes. Oh, good one, Allie. I just, that, that just registered in my brain. Well, well played. A small business in trouble. I feel like that's always, it's often the bakery that possibly. Yes, yes. indeed. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Another, another square along those lines that I really love is a business run by women is failing. You'd be <laughs> specifically, yeah. It's like two two women running a year-round Christmas store, and they're like, "These bills, they're just they're just piling up. I don't know what we're gonna do." Uh, so, 
And then there's another one which I really love because the irony of the fact that my wife in particular, my wife who has worked in reproductive and sexual violence justice for the better part of the last 20 years. Thank you for your uh, service. Um, yeah. One of the one of the one of the squares you have is just a circle with a line through it with the word feminism in it. <laughs> is that like a free is that like a free square? Like you're Basically, free just, your free yeah, square. We call that feminism strike through. We we had to we worked on crafting how to say this. Like that square used to be this sucks for women. Like there's a lot of different ways that you can craft it, but you know, part of what we do when we're writing the squares is that A, it's gotta be short, B, it's gotta be to the point, and you have to be able to get the humor of it across to like my mom's age and our age and like younger mm -hmm. people. And so it's it's always, it's a lot of fun to figure out how to word these things. And we just figured feminism with a big circle and slash through it really got the point. Across. I think you all nailed mm -hmm. it because you don't have to, you don't have to think, are we talking second wave feminism, a third wave, who's feminism? Are we? No, it's just all it's the feminism for all anyone the feminism. who, yeah, who cares about feminism. And that, when that mom comes on the screen, she's like, well, honey, I know that you have a career, but are you a person if you don't have kids and a husband? And then it goes to commercial board <laughs> and you're like, wow, Ooh, that just great job, Hallmark. Like, even more problematic when it's like the dad and you're like, Okay. All right. Wow. You thanks, Dad. Thanks for chiming in. I guess like it's like wow. his only line in the whole thing. <laughs> I know these must exist because they're all on your board, and I I've only so my rule of Christmas movies, of, of bad Christmas movies, not not Christmas movies in general because there are a lot of great Christmas movies, but yes, is if there isn't at least two Vanessa Hudgens in the movie, <laughs> I'm not watching. Are you even playing? Like I'm not what? not interested. Is it even a movie? <laughs> there are a startling number of movies that fit that criteria. That's Shine. right, and we watch them all. Uh, I mean, those, uh, as long as they add a new Vanessa Hudgens to each edition of the Princess Christmas, what's Christmas, what's it called, Allie? The Princess yeah, the Switch. The Princess Switch. The Princess Switch. switch. The Princess Switch back, the Princess whatever. Switches like, again. The, the, switches the Princess back. Switches to the future. I don't yeah. know. The Princess Switches with a vengeance, switch harder. <laughs> uh, all of those just keep piling on like Orphan Black, Vanessa Hudson. <laughs> you want to be like in an infinity mirror of Vanessa Hudson's. Like just, they just... <laughs> Yeah. With One of our boards we affectionately refer to as the Prince board. It, I think it might be board number two. There's 15 boards in the box. And one of them is what we call the Prince board because it it, it allows us to deal with Prince-themed Christmas uh, movies. Yeah. Um, because though, there's always four or five of them a yeah. year. And even though all the boards will work with all the movies, we yeah. specifically put a couple Prince-related ones on it. Um, yeah. And like my favorite is the, the placement of the two squares that is... Um, rich guy is not the right guy, parentheses, unless Prince. <laughs> and then the square next to it is just Prince. <laughs> I haven't examined that board, but do you also have the the image of the artist formerly known as Prince? Because if he made it into the films, that would really take that board over the top. That's really That's smart. That's a great idea. And actually, so we are working on um, some expansion packs because we do mm. want to do some that are focused on some of these like little subgenres, like the royal ones and also like the dog ones and all mm -hmm. those, you know, those the dog ones. Which are the worst. Yeah. My, as, especially if you're a dog owner, like how's Rocket doing, by the way? Oh, he's the cutest. He's one. Okay. He has a dog too, Sabaka. Oh, amazing. Okay, well anyway, as a dog owner, the dog the dog ones are the worst because like they they just do the worst things with 
like dog ownership. Like the one that sticks out in my mind is I don't remember what it was called, but she took, she was, um, you know, taking care somehow like had like convoluted plot to take care of her neighbor's dog or something in this golden retriever. And she takes them to the Christmas tree farm. The dog gets off its leash and runs off and she's like, Oh no, Rover, where are you? And she goes and looks, and then she runs into the romantic lead stops looking for the dog has like a whole thread. They just drop thread of her lost dog. The dog can probably smell how good looking he is and is going to come back. It was like you're watching a play and someone comes on stage and just puts a handgun on the coffee table and then <laughs> no, nobody talks about it. <laughs> and you're like, can we, but we need to deal with the handgun. <laughs> it was, it was a lot. Really it was concerning. Tense. It was so, very concerning. I, I have a question. Is, is the, is the theme of mistaken or switched identity too broad to be its own subgenre, or would that be a subgenre? Well, that's a good question. Um, it is a square on the board. Someone hides their true identity is already a square. Or so. a mistaken identity. Like you yeah. don't realize the guy you're falling in love with is really is. your yeah. boyfriend's brother. Right. Yes. Wow. Like that's that's they, they use that trope so often across so many different movies that right. it, it so, just kind of is like it's basically like fake snow on ground at this point. Okay. <laughs> it's sprinkled throughout. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Another one of the subgenres that we really love though is um so Hallmark has its other channel, which is Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, which we have now started affectionately referring to it as Hallmark Troops and Ghosts. Because really what that channel is, is really just movies about the military, like military personnel and like people who die and sometimes come back to life. But it's like they're extremely depressing movies all the time. No joy. Tragic lockets and widows are just everywhere. Like the ground is littered with widows. So we love calling that Troops and Ghosts. It kind of deserves its own Yeah, genre. so the, the military veteran one is is definitely one that we're looking at because they have their own, like, their own, like, things. Like, someone someone comes in carrying a large duffel bag, like, like you know, like, you know, over the shoulder, back off the ship, carrying their... Freak weather event keeps them in Afghanistan, like, like that kind <laughs> oh, of thing. Thank God, I thought the duffel bag oh had a dead body in it. That's what oh, I thought no. you were going with that. <laughs> Lifetime. So... So we have, believe it or not, we have more than one game that were created on the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Uh, we we have even we even have a prototype of the card game, but here yeah, it's right here. We never we like we made a bunch of them and we bring them to Comic Cons to play with people. Like we actually have a Friday Night Movie card game, but we're not that we're not as uh, we're not as industrious as you guys. So we've never written down instructions, and it probably needs. Yeah, to be- you. You can't just like hand that to someone. They will not know how to play. But they, but that's you would need game is like one of the roles is the host because it's a podcast yeah. type. So game. it could only be played with one of the three of us. They're okay. very expensive, but when you purchase one, we come in the actual we'll wrapping in the, the packaging. Okay, great. We do have we have a bunch of games. I think eventually we could create a Friday Night Movie board game with the amount of games we've created on the show. And but the original game, the the OG, the one that is we how could we not play games with you? It's called Buy, Rent, or Meh. Okay. okay. Sure. I think you got it. Yeah. I th- yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yep. I don't understand it right away. You guys seem to get it. <laughs> and you will rank them accordingly. Buy, rent, or mint. And the most important thing is that you explain your answer. Okay. okay. And, and we all might play a little bit. Sometimes we jump in with just, 
having everybody do it takes forever. Sure. But so we're going to work our way from good Christmas movies to bad ones here. Because okay. this is a movie podcast and we have talked about all these movies that I'm never going to watch just now. But oh, I am going to watch now that I have this game. Like, honestly, I hope Hallmark is sending you guys a check because more people are going to watch their movies because of this game. I think they know that and like they're not really going to give us the time of day because we have the word bad right there in the brand name but like they know they know, they know what they're doing yeah. they know you should do a crossover with them a crossover movie event so we were at Christmas Con and all of the Hallmark movie stars and a lot of the screenwriters were there and three screenwriters bought the game like they they stopped <laughs> in the booth and thought it was hilarious and you're like oh yeah I wrote that movie like and then they were like how much that's amazing <laughs> And now when they get stuck, also, they just pull out your game and they're like, yeah. um, yeah, if anything, it's only going to make it better. Yeah. They're like, I need a thing. Ah, tragic locket. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's add a tragic locket. Tragic locket. Right. right. This is, this is a bingo game or it's one of those like writer's assistant games, you right. know, yes. helps you <laughs> writing prompts. Yeah, um, so, okay. So the three, now these are right. Again, we're Jews. So we don't have strong criteria of what's a Christmas movie or not. Okay. Right. We're not going to get into the, okay. die, for us, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Christmas. That's, is, uh, totally for us too. Though. Although, although last year we tried to reclaim it as a Hanukkah movie. It's an underdog story. There's a lot of fire. That was our, that was my whole pitch. Totally so, makes sense. We kill a German guy in the end. So I think that totally. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh, will you come back many times <laughs> okay so die hard and oh if you haven't seen the movie even better we'll explain you what it is then even more fun to give your opinion on it. okay perfect amazing. amazing amazing die hard kiss kiss bang bang which is uh shane black martin uh robert denny jr and um val kilmer uh-huh and uh monaghan right but right Okay. Yeah, mine, mine. I don't know. I don't remember the last time I saw that movie. Yeah. And Violent Night, which Allie and I and Becky and I just saw in the theater on Allie's birthday starring David Harbour. And and these all kind of are have, have, have a certain similarity of violence, but also some funny violence. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, ooh, all right. I Going mean, yes. Lead off? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so Die Hard is by definitely, absolutely, absolutely. correct, right? It's, correct. it's so classic. I don't think there's a single wasted scene in the entire film. Him walking on the glass is so iconic. <laughs> it's just such a beautiful movie. And it absolutely is a Christmas movie. So it leaves you with all the right feelings, you know. At what age would you show your children? You've met our, Kiwi's met my children. You, yes. you, you've recorded them. Well, I'm not a good person to ask this because my in my family, I was not allowed to see PG-13 movies till I was 13, and mm. I was not allowed to see R-rated movies until I was 17. Oh. Um, so we, my parents, when, as soon as Die Hard came out on VHS, they they like made sure I watched it. Like, yeah. This movie's amazing. You have to. Yeah. See. So your education yeah. started early. Um, I don't remember not knowing about Die Hard. Like there's no period in my life before Die Hard existed. It's like part of like an early core memory. I saw I, I saw so many worse movies in terms of like <laughs> violence and gore and language by the time I was like 12 than Die Hard. Mm -hmm. I really think Die Hard is fine for like a 13 year old. Like, yeah. yeah, I watched Speed yeah. at a slumber party and it when I was like I think 11 and that like I still have burned in my mind the scene in the subway where he shoot somebody shoots the subway driver in the back. And I think it was the first gun violence I'd ever seen. And I was like, 
Not the part where his head is severed by the oncoming like end of the I don't tunnel. even remember that. So I think I must have I Locked think I out. must have like Or by then your eyes were just closed. Yeah. Or I don't know. Maybe my mom yeah. picked me up after that. I'm not really sure. Yeah. So die hard, kiss kiss, bang, bang, violent night. Yes. Okay, okay, sorry. Okay, so it's been a long time since I've seen yeah, Kiss Kiss Bang me Bang. Too. I remember it being great. But the other problem is, is that I haven't seen Violent Night. So I think David I would Harper. rent Violent Night because I want to yeah. see it. And then I think we're yeah. going to have to meh kiss, yep. kiss, kiss, bang, bang, even though. I'm, like, a, I'm in agreement. Not necessarily. Well, one, one, one thing is, is that meh isn't necessarily last place. Meh okay. can mean exactly how you said it. It's not a long time ago. I'd rather yeah. see a new movie. So I'm going to meh. That, that's a. That, yeah. Allie, Allie and Becky, I feel like, how do you, how do you feel? I mean, you probably flip um, both, right? How would, what, how would, um, no, I buy, no, I'm going to buy, it's hard because I've seen all of them and I just saw Violent Night, but I don't want to meh, but I might flip it because I, I would, you know, I haven't seen Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang in a while. I'm like, Ooh, I am kind of curious, but this is just a coincidence of what I've seen more recently. But the point is that Die Hard is the buy. Die Hard is the buy. And honestly, I have no recollection of Christmas being, even in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, so yeah. that can easily so, be my math. Yeah, that actually makes sense. I don't remember that being Christmas themed. Oh well, all right, <laughs> it's very Christmas themed. All right, so <laughs> the next one we're going to go with are Christmas Carol adaptations. Oh, okay. All right. So your first uh, option is Scrooged, starring Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Peak late eighties Bill Murray era, or maybe early nineties. Then the Muppet Christmas Carol with Michael Caine. Calm down, calm down. And then I'm going to throw in a new one because we saw it and we loved it. Spirited with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Before we do this, I don't know if you can hear this, but my dog is whining back here. I think she's feeling really jealous that she's not part of the broadcast. She she can be in the show. Yeah, I think we're going to need to give Bianca a cameo. That's Uh, great. mm Here she comes. Here comes Bianca. Yeah. She's our viewers. Hi, puppy. Dog. What kind of dog? That is, is a tiny She's a chihuahua. It is a chihuahua. She's That's awesome. so tiny. Thank oh, you. my goodness. Yes, you can sit with us. Okay. Um, sorry. Thank you for accommodating our, our dog's neediness. Um, I mean, I know my answer. No, you're clearly. Okay. Go ahead. Muppet Christmas Carol is by, for sure. I think that definitely qualifies as my favorite Christmas movie of all time um and which is a tough like that's i'm i'm aware that that's a that's a big that's a big statement i'm also going to go ahead and say that it is objectively the best depiction of christmas carol on it's so awesome i really do i love it so awesome yep yeah michael kane is just like michael kane i remember reading this in an article somewhere it was so right it's like you know they came to michael kane and they were like well we're gonna do christmas carol but you know it's with muppets and you know so you're gonna be screwed like it's muppets so like just go nuts you know whatever you want to do and he's like i'm gonna do the most deadpan awful evil depiction of Scrooge." <laughs> and they're like okay, okay i mean we have gonzo right here but if you want to do that sure and he just nails it it's like he's in his own movie doing his own thing but it still works yeah such a phenomenal film. Yeah. Um, in terms of rent, I'm going to say the the new one with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds because yes, also have, haven't, mm-hmm. haven't seen it. I love both of them. Phenomenal, phenomenal, and I think it's getting great reviews too. I think it's generally being well received. I'm very excited about it. It's got some musical stuff in it, and then if I yeah, if I have to do a med, it's going to be Scrooged. Yeah, only again because of the long time ago thing, but not necessarily as yeah. a judgment. Yeah. Yeah. 
Scrooge is one. Of, so the Christmas, despite my, me not loving like Christmas movies, the Christmas Carol story is one that I really love because right. I love the overall message and arc of seeing your life past, future, present. Like that whole thing is, it would always teaches me lessons. I, lo- I, I love that the only way a capitalist is going to do the right thing is if he's bullied into it by ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's heartwarming. Well, okay, and the last ones in our category, the last ones in our category, because you are scientific experts, okay? I went to an authoritative source. I went to the Anthony Fauci of Christmas knowledge. Wow. Which wow. is good housekeeping. I don't know. I went to their website. <laughs> they had a list of the top 40 Christmas, Hallmark Christmas movies. Specifically. Oh. And I went and I went to the top three according to them. Okay. Number I need to go back to that and see, go through and check off how many I've seen. It's going to be know, ugly. I know. I'm very interested. Okay. <laughs> these are these are the num- the top three. I don't know what order I put them in. But the Christmas Train starring Dermot Mulroney and Kimberly Williams Paisley. Yep. While on a cross-country train ride home, Tom meets interesting characters, including Kimberly Williams Paisley's Eleanor, who opens his eyes to the true meaning of Christmas and life, for that matter. So that's number one. No, number two is Let It Snow, starring Candace Cameron Bray. Bray. I remember and that. she plays Scrooge in it, who hates winter. Cue joke from Allie about... All the other things she hates and people. (laughs) And she opens a ski lodge or something. Okay. And then number three, (laughs) starring Gretchen Wieners herself, Lacey Chabert. Yes. A Royal Christmas. And it's your, picture this. This is how it's written in Good Housekeeping. Picture this. You're preparing to spend the holidays with your boyfriend who just told you that he's heir to the throne of Cordinia. (laughs) That's it. That's it. That's that's the that's the description. I mean, so, I'll have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure that qualifies as a fictional town slash country, which is a a bingo square. But I, um, I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, as it deserves to be. That is that is a beloved trope. So, which of these do you buy, rent, or make? So oh. we are going to go with this purely on how well these movies do with bingo, not based on That's how good amazing. they are, because they're all garbage. But I how couldn't ask for more in your answer. For bingo. Yes. So I'm going to I'm going to put you all in the big box for this, too. This is okay. Okay. going HD Whoa. here, people. Whoa. Wow. The big box. OK. OK. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about it? Okay? Bad Christmas movies. Bingo.com. So the Lacey Joubert one is the buy. Um, it was a royal. Uh. A royal, a royal Christmas, Christmas or a royal so Christmas a royal, holiday, however we're a saying royal that. Happy Christmas holiday in a castle or something. I don't know. Yeah, um, for for lots of reasons, it's got most of the squares. You're going to do great on the Prince board, but you're going to do good on all, all the, the boards. boards. I mean, there's just it really ticks all of the boxes. Fictional town, country. Yeah, you've got a pretty dress reveal. Yeah. I think you even have a pretty dress reveal coming down a spiral staircase. Yeah. If I oh wow, which yes. is like the quintessential yes. pretty yes. dress reveal. Yes. Um, yeah, no, that one's definitely the buy. And then rent is is kind of a toss up because the other two are good. I feel like Candace Cameron Bure though has to be the rent. She's got a she she's a step up from the Christmas train. I feel like yeah, I remember the even Christmas with America's fiance Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> This is a tough call. Train he, train ones are 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 weird. The travel movies are sometimes hard. difficult for bingo. You yeah. you could actually classify 
travel Christmas movies is almost its own category. You've got you've got the whole thing where like they're stranded in the airport and they both rent a car to get home to Iowa or wherever they're going <laughs> to see their families. And it's like the the travel home for Christmas one. They're dicey. They're so, dicey. Yeah, they're sort of hit or miss. And I can't remember how this particular one was. I feel like because it was like an it was good. I feel like it was good for like the magical helper type squares and like mm. maybe there's a magical like the train might even be normally a the office. train conductor is a ghost in ghost these scenarios or like an angel <laughs> or a troll yeah. or however they get around. I'm, I'm really happy that the train conductor isn't like a mystical Jew. That would really freak me out. <laughs> uh, you know what? I bet you if we go back to some of the 90s movies, though, I bet we'd find like, got Stick some Hanukkah in here. We'll make the train conductor. We'll We're make, being inclusive. I, why are you so I, mad? We'll make the guy who collects the tickets and the money. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's a, we can make that joke. Um, okay. Matt and Kiwi Callahan, creators of Bad Christmas Bingo. Before we head on out, we always like to do our shout outs and recs. This is when you shout out and make recommendations. Our shout out, of course, here today is Bad Christmas Movie Bingo, which people can get at badchristmasmoviebingo.com and lots of other places. But what are your shout outs and recs? Are there things that you recommend this holiday season or just things that you're interested in watching? Maybe you're just watching like a cool murder show that you want to tell us about. Oh, we are. Well, okay. So, oh gosh. Oh, that is so opens up a whole a whole thing. Okay. So let's start with Christmas and then we'll move into non-Christmas. Um, we uh, were talking about this on the pre-show, but I want to mention again, there is a, uh, a new Netflix movie uh, starring Lindsay Lohan calling, called Falling for Christmas. And it is quite possibly the greatest bingo movie of all time. Um, guaranteed riotous laughter multiple it's, bingos possibly blackouts like if you're playing this as a drinking game like you should you should don't do it with shots you'll die like because <laughs> <laughs> you're still gonna get hammered it's it's such a phenomenal bingo movie yeah. so that's a great call out i love that call yeah out. so that one for sure um and then in terms of good christmas movies um, you know, I think there are a lot of really well-known ones, but I want to shout out one that is maybe lesser known. It's an animated movie called Arthur Christmas. Um, and if you haven't seen that one, that it's like a little worm guy. No, 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 it's not. Uh, it's it's set at the North Pole. So you got it's it's like generations of Santa Claus. And it's like who's taking over as the next Santa Claus. It's nothing related to the PBS show. It's, oh. um, yeah. <laughs> but you've got Jim Broadbent, Hugh Laurie, um, James McAvoy. Um, what? Yeah. yeah. Really fantastic cast. And like, it's a great, clever movie. Like, I just, I really, I think there's a lot of like thoughtful details and I just really like it a lot. It's one of the few movies that have come out in recent times slash decade that has become part of our like annual must watch list. Yeah. So wow. big shout out to Arthur Christmas. Yeah. Love that. Uh, non-Christmas wise, um, we are watching a couple mystery shows, um, with, partially because, uh, we're also watching a lot of trashy mysteries on Lifetime and Hallmark because our next game is actually bad mystery movie bingo because the rest of the year, Hallmark and Lifetime are just doing these terrible mysteries, um, which are equally bad for women, if not worse, because, you know, at least like most women live to the end of a Hallmark movie. Um, oh, that's the case. 
<laughs> in these lifetime mystery movies. So, um, so that's happening. But then in terms of good mysteries, um, we're watching a BBC show called Vera, which we really love. Um, there's a couple few seasons of that on Amazon Prime right now. And then I have never seen Better the tell Dad, Beck. Better tell Dad. If he hasn't yeah. already mm -hmm. watched it, he loves a British mystery. Yes, you know? it's so good. And I have never seen The Killing. Um, so we just started that. And We're introducing her to that, obviously. So it's Lily, our other usual host. That's her kind of, that's her. I think she's seen that show. Yeah, that's totally amazing. Yeah. Fantastic. These are amazing recommendations. Uh, Matt and Kiwi, we're so excited to share your game with the world. And I actually have here, oh, I have upstairs, and I have an extra copy because I bought a bunch last year, remember? Oh, I do remember that. <laughs> so when someone hears or sees this and you message me, I'm giving you this game. So there's like a giveaway here too. Ooh. You're going to get a copy of the game. So just reach out to me and I'll figure out how to get it to you. And um, while you're reaching out and doing fun things, remember, folks, the Signal Awards voting is still alive and well. It is, I got, I'm going to put it up too, but you can vote until December 22nd. All of the information is on our socials on at Friday Night Movie. You just go to the links. There's lots, there's places to vote. Um, we are up against the one and only Conan O'Brien uh, for best co-host of a limited series. It's just us and him. And we are down by a, like, Two percent right now, so we are we are hanging in there. Can we vote multiple times? No, you cannot. You no, vote. no. Saying this honestly, there I have so signal. many Twitter and Google accounts, though. I can make this happen. The Signal Awards have integrity. Have integrity. I will not want, accept but, votes. But have, from I bet you have relatives. What? So right. you know. And uh, with that, we want to thank our guests. And Kiwi, thank Allie for coming as our in-house expert and our uh, guest host on a regular basis. And Becky, who's braving parenting multiple sick children and at any given moment. Uh, at for, any given moment, someone might throw up on me. That's basically where we're at <laughs> this week. We'll release this on YouTube and on, on Reels on Instagram first, and then the audio will come out later. So that way we can make sure to hype the game in the holiday season as much as possible. And uh, let's see, our theme song is by What Does It Eat? You can follow me at Pancake for Table. You can follow Becky at FNM Sisters on Instagram. And you get Lily Friday with that. Sisters. Yeah. I don't think Allie wants to be followed. Do you want to be followed, Allie? I don't even remember what my what my Instagram name is, so I'm good. Bad <laughs> <laughs> nice. Christmas movies at bad, at bad Xmas Bingo is the yes. is the that one. is us across all platforms: Instagram, Twitter. TikTok, even I figured out how to do TikTok. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, our theme music, which gets put in in post production, is by What Does It Eat? And uh, thank you so much for doing this. Bye, guys.